Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to If You Don't Like That. The uh, Kings win it 132 to 118. Grant and Ryan here talking Kings basketball and talking about another win. And I guess other than a potential injury to DeMontis Sabonis, there were no no problems in this game, huh? No, Grant, not at all. That that was the only red flag, and we'll yeah. see what comes out the next day or two. Hopefully it's nothing serious. Another win for the Kings, another road win for the Kings. We're going to talk about it coming up right after this. And indeed, the Kings with another victory, 132 to 118. It looks like that Memphis is going to beat Golden State. They're up 126 to 109 in the fourth, so they will remain in their same position. Denver lost, but uh, the Kings keep rolling right along. Keep rolling right along. At home on the road. (laughs) Yeah. Just leave it at that. Yeah. I almost hit the score, too. I had the Kings winning 130 to 119. We're but I didn't hit it, on that. but I didn't. Close is not good enough. Close uh, how is about... not good enough. <laughs> Seven road wins in a row. Absolutely. You know, Memphis is playing well right now, and if they get Morant back, it's going to be an interesting finish coming down the stretch. Uh, no question about it. So uh, other than, and again, I'm, I'm not going to get too concerned about Sabonis until I hear something differently, but what, what an offensive performance in this game, huh? I mean, they were down early. You know, what was it, 19-11? And then from that point forward, it was all Sacramento. I mean, they shoot, think about this, Ryan, 55% floor, including almost 60% from downtown. And you know what I like? Only eight turnovers in this game. Yeah, and I'm going to double down on everything you just said with over 30 assists, 33 assists. I feel like this team, when they hit 30 assists or more, that is the recipe for a win. Yeah, that is going to win a lot. There's no question about that. All right, so we're going to nitpick a little bit here, okay? Because, you know, with this team right now, that's all you can do is nitpick. Were you a little surprised that Sabonis stayed in the game? Yes, 100%. I was surprised at the very least he was not subbed out as soon as he shot those two free throws. 30 points, nine rebounds, nine assists for Sabonis. How about Fox? Quiet offensively, uh, 12 points, but he did have – seven assists and only turnovers. Keegan Murray was a plus 25. And how about Davion Mitchell's plus minus, plus 32 in this game? Yeah, that's that's a big plus minus uh, there. Yeah. Um, shows the value of Davion, what he does that doesn't always show up on the stat sheet. Well, 
the one guy that does show up each and every night is Sabonis. And I, I can't even imagine this team without him. I, I really can't. I mean, you know what you're going to get every single night before the game starts. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I thought the Kings bench was very good tonight, too. I mean, think about this. 21 from Davis, 17 from Monk. That's good production uh, off the bench. No doubt about that, it. Yeah, that is. But you know what? They, the one thing I'm going to nitpick here is Metu. Metu has to get more involved. He needs to have more than two points, especially coming in behind Sabonis. He's got to do better than that. Did have six rebounds, though, in 11 minutes, so we'll look at that as a positive. Uh, Keegan shot the ball very well tonight. You know, he made 5 of 10 from distance, so good to see him making the shots, including 7 of 15. Oh, that's that's not good enough, Grant. We should be worried about Keegan. You know, we, we really should be worried, guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Kings actually on the road are uh, road warriors. Uh, they, they're incredible. 132 to 118. As we said, another road victory, 22 and 13 away from home. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. So, Grant, let, let's dig a little bit deeper into Fox. What do you think it is in a game like this? Because there really wasn't anybody out there that could stop Fox. I mean, yeah. is this just one of those things where you sit back and you really try to set your team up? mates up more because they're shooting the ball so well yeah you know he only played 26 minutes which i like you know let's let's yeah. you know limit his minutes when you can uh he's got a lot of attrition on him so i like that i i thought you know again he's just letting the game come to him took what the defense gave him got his teammates involved with seven assists only two turnovers so you know the one thing you know about fox he can pretty much score whenever he wants right yes absolutely we've seen that many times in the fourth quarter yeah. excuse me the fox quarter uh, why doesn't Holmes play? Well, there's no reason to play him. I mean, I, I'm just being blunt. <laughs> are you, you have a problem with the rotation? I mean, the Kings are 43 and 27. They just want another road game. Don't worry about who's playing and who's not playing. You know, uh, you know what? The Warriors are bad on the road. We know that we've talked about that, but I'm not worried about Rashawn Holmes not playing. Cause you know why? If they need him, he'll be ready when he's called on. Yeah, we, we talked about this in the pregame, like the L.A. Lakers game when Sabonis was sick. Last minute, he came in. Kings don't win that game without Holmes. And, and you don't want to see Holmes in garbage time here because if there was an injury to Sabonis, you would rather have Holmes ready to go over Alex Lynn. That's why Alex Lynn likely got those yeah. minutes. Again, I'm, I'm not going to get been out of shape out of that right now when the Kings winning. Uh, I remember that very well. I was the announcer. I remember the Kings, believe it or not, lost 43 consecutive road games. I contend that will never, ever be broken. That record of futility, 43 road games lost consecutively. They snapped it in Orlando. That one game you were referring to, and again, because you only play 41 road games a year, the Kings yeah. record carried over in the two seasons. That was the first year of Airball 1, and I've told this story many uh, times. The Kings went 1-40 and 40 on the road that year, and after the last road game, we were getting off that awful plane, that Bach 111, that uh, Airball 1. And as we're getting off the plane, Dick Bonner, the coach of the team then, said, Man, it's a damn good thing we had our airplane this year. Man, we may have gone 0-41 without this beauty. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Absolutely. I remember. Yeah, Terrence Davis was very good in this game. Very good. What year was that? Uh, Airball one. Oh, God. That would have been 90, um, uh, maybe one, maybe 91, okay. 90, 
right around in there, I think, 91. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Reggie Theus was playing for Orlando in that game. Oh, go figure. Yeah. Go figure. Um, Jim Les had a big game for Sacramento. And I remember, I'll tell you what it was like. And I really mean this. I'm not exaggerating. When we used to travel to different cities, this is pre-internet. And so you get all your information from TV, right? Because there was no internet really. So um, you'd walk in to your hotel room, turn the TV on. Maybe you'd watch the sports on the news. And every city was making fun of the Kings. Like, because <laughs> no, really, I'm, I'm serious. I, I, like, yeah. You were a joke coming in to the city. Think about that. You had lost, you know, 20 games in a row, then 30, now 35. No way. They can't go at 40, can they? Yep. 41, 42. It was, it was brutal. It was absolutely Ooh. brutal. Oh, man. I can only imagine because I know you used to have the opposing team's radio or TV analysis on your radio show. Uh-huh. Were you doing any of that that year for the other teams? <laughs> like, how do you talk about the team? That's yeah, they would the ask me team. about it. Yeah. 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 So I was right. 1991. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, that was pretty amazing. You know, so uh, Sabonis 39 and nine tonight. Pretty freaking amazing, huh? pretty amazing no i didn't have a bronx accent i had a new york accent what's the difference Um, between the two come on they're the same yeah okay all right there's the real i've never heard of anyone say you have a bronx accent other than if you curse every other uh, word which (laughs) i've been known to do we appreciate all donations thank you very much appreciate that very much Man, could you imagine the internet videos if that was the case on this? Yeah, I can't even imagine. Would have been brutal, you know? Absolutely. All right, 132 to 118. The uh, Kings get another victory, and they can go 4-0 on this road trip with a win in Salt Lake City on Monday. They can. Salt Lake uh, all along is the one that's kind of scared me. So yeah. uh, the the Jazz play the Kings tough. Uh, Marketing, he's a tough guy to match up with. Uh, very athletic. So um, they're going to be getting a run for their money indeed. And we'll see if they're at full strength. No word yet on Kevin and Trey Lyles. Hey, I want to tell you about New Works Plumbing of Sacramento, locally owned for over 20 years. New Works has a fix for you and they're available around the clock. So if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They'll be there with their 24-7 service. SacServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Well, nobody seems to have an answer for the Sacramento Kings. They are mowing down their opposition. Uh, tonight, they made it look easy. 132 to 118 in the nation's capital. Next up, as we said, the Jazz to go 4-0 on this trip. And again, looking at that score Uh, Memphis is indeed going to get the win against Golden State. So the Kings win and the Grizzlies win and the Denver Nuggets lose at Madison Square Garden. Thank you very much for Mm -hmm. the donation. Great team win without Herter and Lyles. Makes me wonder how deep Coach Brown's rotation will come playoff time. Normally, rotations get shorter in the playoffs. So I I don't think the rotation, it's going to be pretty tight. It's going to be pretty tight. Yep, I, I agree with you. There, I think uh, you're going to have nine Max Grant, maybe eight. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. All right, again, we uh, really appreciate you being on with us. If you are joining us for the first time and you have not yet subscribed, or if you're a regular and you have not yet subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. We would greatly appreciate it. 
Give us a thumbs up, hit that like button, and we will uh, do that as well. That game was pretty crazy, the Memphis game against San Antonio. But, you know, you play 82, and you're going to have games like that. You're going to have games that you shouldn't have won, that you do win, like the Kings right before the All-Star break, the Houston Rockets game. Oh, yeah. They had no business winning that game. They, You're going to have those type of games. And then you're going to be on the other side where there's no way you should lose a game, and you do because of stupidity. Yes, indeed. And that's why they roll the ball out and play him. You catch some breaks. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. You know, as far as the number four seed, you're right. The, uh, the Unless everyone goes down with an injury, the Kings are going to be no worse than a three seed. So go figure that out. All right. Uh, they're going to be no worse than a three seed. All right. Somebody asked if I like going to uh, travel to the uh, Bullets games before they became the Wizards. Yeah. Well, they played in Landover. Uh, but, yeah, I've always loved going to Washington, D.C. It's a great city. A lot of culture, obviously. The history is uh, phenomenal there. So, you know, yeah, I, I always love going there. Absolutely. All right, so the standings. Denver, 47-24 and 24 now. The Kings and the Grizzlies are only three back in the loss column. Denver's gone 5-5 five and five in their last 10. And now Phoenix in fourth. They are five games behind the Kings in the loss column. Then the Clippers with 34 losses. The Mavericks are sixth with 35 and are the Golden State Warriors. So, you know, again, the Kings are either going to be the first seed, the second seed, or the third seed. Let me repeat myself. The Sacramento Kings are either going to be one, two, or three in the West. No, you do not need your hearing check. That is what is the case. Oh, my goodness. I, I got worried there. That uh -huh. is very, very cool. And let's embrace it. Let's have fun. Um, we can start talking about matchups as we get closer. Other teams do what they're doing behind us. But um, this is an exciting time and going to be an extremely exciting time once the playoffs start. You know, a lot of people ask these type of questions. Uh, the training staff and the medical staff determines whether a player can play or not after speaking with the individual and obviously medical data. If the players can play, they're going to play, okay? If by playing them, they can do further damage, meaning make the situation worse, then they won't play. And it's really that simple, all right? All right, 48 wins. What do you think right now, Ryan? I think they're going to go more than 48. I yeah, think I think it's very, very obtainable right now. Yep. I, I think I'm moving off 49 and saying 50 and maybe even 51. I, I think the Jazz game has a little bit, at least for me personally, in there. If they get the Jazz and finish out a 4-0 four four trip, I think 51's in play. I agree with you. I mean, right now, I mean, when you look, and I hate to say this because I don't like to jump too far ahead, but right. seriously, who's playing better right now than the Kings? Uh, in the in the West, I mean, in the Western Conference. Nobody. I nobody. was going to say Milwaukee, you know, but other yep. than that, yeah. But in the West, nobody. Nobody. Right? nobody. Uh, which Jazz game? He's talking about this next game. Dirk, come on. The game on Monday in Salt Lake City against the Jazz. That's the game we're talking about. <laughs> Dirk, we got another one on deck. <laughs> the next game. The next game. Lydia's got the Kings winning 51 Think 51? I think 51 is very doable right now. I mean, I yep. absolutely do. I mean, when you look at the schedule, well, first of all, you know, I, I hate to keep saying this, but I'm going to. Sure. 
who who is it that the Kings can't match up with and beat right now with how well they're playing? Let's look at the remaining games coming up because we are coming down to the nitty gritty. All right, yeah. you have Utah coming up on Monday. Okay. You have Boston at home on Tuesday. They're not playing well. You've got Phoenix on Friday. Still no Kevin Durant. Then you have the Jazz at home. Then you have Minnesota at home. Two games of Portland. I read something last night on the internet that they may shut down Damian Lillard. So if that happens, I would think the Kings will win both those games. San Antonio at home is a win. At Dallas, or excuse me, at New Orleans, at Dallas, then home Golden State and at Denver. All right, so let's say you need you, you need seven more wins, all right? Let's just pick yep. this out and have some fun. Yeah. Let's pick out the games that you absolutely think there's no way they're going to lose, which they probably will because we're talking about it. San Antonio is one, correct? Correct. I'm with you there. One of the two games against Portland, they're not going to lose both those games if they're healthy, correct? Correct. All right, that's two. I'm going to say the Utah game at home is three. Um, I'm going to say at New Orleans is four. So those are four right there. So now you got to win either Boston and or Phoenix. Minnesota at home to me, I think, is a win. I don't. I okay, do well, not think that's one. But it's a toss-up. I mean, the 50 is very, very obtainable right now. It's right there. Yeah. yeah, if they continue playing it the way that they played since the break, and we look at the record now after the break, they are going to get to 50 games if they keep yes. that same clip. All right, do you think right now, assuming that there were no injuries, that it would be disappointing if they don't get to 50 wins based on where they sit today? No. Okay. No, I, I don't think it matters. To most fans, I don't think it matters. I would I hope mean, not. They've, they've cemented their spot in the playoffs. They've cemented a first round where they're going to have home court advantage. So, no, absolutely not. All right. Interesting. How about you? That, beg your pardon? How about you, Grant? Do you think? No, I don't. I, if you win 48 or 49 and anyone calls that disappointing, they need to have the, their head examined. But I was just asking a question. Interesting that Boston is playing right now against Utah, and it's 75-73 in the third. And they don't play again until Sacramento. So mm -hmm. the Celtics have a couple days off before they play the Kings. It's a long time off on the road. That is. Um, sometimes the teams don't play well when they've had a couple days off against the Kings. Vice versa has been yep. true about the Kings as well. But um, Boston, if you look at their total body of work, they're a good team, and they just they need one night to get it together. That's correct. Um, but I do think that's a game Sacramento wins, regardless of what happens in Utah. Want to tell you about Bennett's with uh, a third location coming soon to Rockland, right now in Roseville on Eureka and Lead Hill, and in Sacramento, Howe and Fair Oaks. Prime seafood and steaks. Don't forget that they have 50 different types of wines available by the glass. Actually, over 50 types of wine available by the glass. Their weekend prime rib is awesome. Don't forget about their weekend brunch. Uh, I love the sautéed spinach that comes with the redfish. The redfish is, I, I, I love the redfish on their menu. It's incredible. If I'm going seafood, I go in that direction. If I'm going steak and I'm with, uh, you know, people, I, uh, meaning I can't eat the porterhouse by myself. If somebody wants to share the porterhouse with me, I'm going in with that. If not, bone-in ribeye. I mean, it's all there for you. I love the atmosphere, and they are huge Sacramento King supporters, Brian and his family. So get down to Bennett's. You will not be disappointed. And I also want to say this. 
I, I really appreciate so many of you that have sent messages here on the chat and personal messages about visiting Bennett's and what a great experience it's been. So thank you very much. Really appreciate that. I know that Brian and his family, they do as well. One no doubt. 32 118. Kings just keep on going and and win and win and win and win. Uh it's pretty darn impressive. It is, Grant. And I want to throw this up really quick and get your thoughts because I couldn't agree more with this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's all tied into, you know, there's let's let's also understand that luck has a lot to do with this as well. Sure. But yeah, the training staff's done a marvelous job. No question about that. No doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that, Dirk. Uh, Sabonis, he is the real freaking deal. Let's wait again. He did stay in the game for three more minutes after that, did he not? I think it was a little bit longer than three. He came out was at it, five minutes. Yeah. Was it five he minutes? Came, okay. He came out at the five minute mark. Yeah. Well, again, he played 33 minutes tonight. Sabonis did. He was 10 of 12 floor. He was 10 of 12 from the line. He had 30 points. They gave him 10 assists and nine rebounds. How about that? Does he have a brother? <laughs> Can we sign him? I mean, this guy, it's just, Grant, these are stats we would do a whole show over. Yeah. If this happens in a game, and it's happening almost every single night. Yeah. You know, and here's the other issue. The Kings have put themselves in a really nice position right now. Worst case scenario, if they have to sit Sabonis for a couple games, it's not the end of the world. The Kings right now can lose a couple games, and they're really not in jeopardy of falling out of a top three spot. They're just not. Not right now. So they, they've got – they've built up themselves a nice cushion, Ryan, where even if something unfortunate happens, it's okay, you know? Yeah, exactly, Grant. I, I guess the question I have for you is where does that get – if you do sit out for a couple games, can that – how many games can hurt momentum? Well, that's a great question. Right now, the Denver Nuggets look like the overwhelming favorite to win the West, and they can barely win a game. They don't right. have momentum right now, confidence. So it can be very fragile, and you you definitely do not want to enter the playoffs not hitting on all cylinders. I mean, confidence and knowing that you're playing well is very important. That's another reason that I, I, I really love watching this team play after the All-Star break. I mean, they are dialed in right now. They are dialed in. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I, I think there was something about nobody leaving this team that really galvanized that mm -hmm. team with Kessler coming in. Lydia, you can go to uh, the internet and you can go to bennettsrestaurants.com and you can look at the menu right there. All right, again, 132 to 118. Uh, very simple. It's DeMontis Sabonis. The day that that trade was made, the Kings became a different team and De'Aaron Fox became a different player. I don't think there's any question about it. Yep. He he had a big man that was a perfect complement to his yep. game. Yep. And and just leads by example, right? Plays hurt. Oh, yeah. Play, you know, he's just he's there every day. You can count on him. What a what a great type of a player to have on your team. Yeah, Grant. I mean, I've talked about this on the pregame. When you have a player like that that has an injury like that. That sets a standard with your mm -hmm. teammates. Like, you know, oh, you got a little sore this. No, this guy's playing with a broken finger. Keegan, 
big finger injury or problem that he had earlier in the season played through it. So now you have a standard with your brothers that yeah. you need to hold up to. And that that's huge. That's accountability. And it's what Mike Brown preaches. I think this is a very good message too. I think, you know, having Sabonis next to you on the front line is tremendous for a rookie. Oh my gosh. It, it, it makes the game slow down so yep. much, I think. And the other thing it does is it shows you passing lanes because mm -hmm. Sabonis sees lanes that likely a rookie is not seeing. And to see a big man finding those, that can help your game as well. So I, I that's a spot-on comment. Hey, Ken, that's not the uh, same documentary. So um, thank you. That's not the 30 for 30. The 30 for 30 is called Down the Valley, and it's not available on the internet. But thanks for the uh, tip anyway, but it's incorrect. 132 to 118, Sacramento, they score 37 in the first, 34 in the second, 33 in the third, and 28 in the fourth. And they just cruise. They shoot 50, nearly 56% from the floor, nearly 60% from downtown. And they cruise 132 to 118. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome performance against a team that, you know, beat them up pretty bad when they were in Sacramento earlier in the year. And so it's nice to see the Kings uh, bounce back. And you know what, Niner Wood, I would agree with you. This team is special. They are special. Yep. They are a special team. Yeah, I, I definitely a team, not just because they're breaking that 16-year drought. This is a team that I think will be remembered for a long time, regardless of what they do in the playoffs, because they just play a fun brand of basketball. Jay, you need to get your freaking uh, head examined, because you obviously got hit on the head. Down in the Valley was not good. It was great, okay? It was great. Yeah, I do think Sabonis is going to get some MVP votes. He won't win it, but yes, I do. I think he will get some MVP votes, absolutely. As he should. Kings are 70 to 1 to win the title at Caesars. That's why they call it gambling. Uh, they are better on the road. They're a better team on the road. No question about that. Uh, do we know the exact reason why the Kings are in the studio, the announcers, and not on the road? Yeah, I think it's financial. That's what I think. But I I can't, wouldn't put my life on it. But yeah, that's what I believe. Absolutely. Man, I don't know what else to say in this game. This was a really solid performance against one of those teams. You know, we always talk, what were we saying earlier in the year, Ryan? Kings have a tendency to play to the level of their opponents, correct? Correct. We're not seeing that anymore. We're not. And um, the big thing about this performance too, Grant, is it was without Trey Lyles and Kevin Herter. Because yep. look at how the Kings somewhat struggled in Chicago without Trey, right? Mm -hmm. It makes some adjustments knowing that he wasn't going to be there tonight and you yep. don't have Curter, and you come out and play this consistent and this well. Good teams win without players in the lineup. Not necessarily stars, but good teams win when players go down. Thank you very much, Alberto. Really appreciate that. Awesome. Love to get that type of feedback. Good teams keep going on when they're missing a piece or pieces. And I'm, I, I'll tell you, I'm going to use Memphis as an example right now. Mm -hmm. They don't have Steven Adams. They lost Brandon Clark for the year and no Morant, and they're winning. I got yep. I give them a lot of credit because those, those are different types of players than the Kings are playing without. They're playing without their all-star point guard and their stud center, and they're still winning. I, I find that to be very impressive. Yeah, I'm not putting Adams on the level of Sabonis, but that's Fox and Sabonis being out. Yep, that's correct. Basically. Sea Dog normally ate 
your eight are going to play the bulk of your minutes. You might get a ninth in there, but generally you're going to, you are going to trim the rotation down. All right. So let's get into this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, assuming health is not a factor, which it has been all year. So I don't know, but assuming that health is not an issue, the Kings are going to finish either second or third. That means you get six or seven. So right now, that would either be Dallas or Golden State. I would not want to play the Warriors despite how bad and how inconsistent they've been on the road. If the Warriors are healthy, I don't like that matchup for Sacramento. But that again, they haven't been. Andrew Wiggins is still not with the team. We get right. that. Dallas, to me, has not been able to show anyone that they're a viable team with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. They've lost six of ten. But this makes me a little nervous, Ryan. Playoff games are generally pretty close. And what happens in playoff games is stars normally win or lose the games in the final two or three minutes. And the Mavericks have two superstars that you have to account for in Luka and Kyrie. The Kings have two all-stars. And and, and De'Aaron's has been, been as good as anyone in the league. But you would always get a little nervous in a tied game going against a Kyrie and a Luka. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Especially the style they play. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, you're, if you're asking me if I'd rather see Golden State or Dallas, the answer is Dallas. But I'm not excited to see Dallas. Um, and the reason I'm not excited to be, see Dallas is, one, what you mentioned – two superstars, but their style of play. They like a lot of isolation ball. They like to slow the ball down. And we saw Chicago just was the latest example. We saw how that does not work well for the Kings. Um, the Kings want to get out. They want the pace to be high. They want to run. Now, that's conducive to playing the Warriors because that's what the Warriors want to do too. Yep. But guess what? You got Steph Curry. You have champions on the other side of you. You have the defending champion on the other side of you. Um, so that's the downside to that. So, I mean, both matchups, I'm still a tiny bit uneasy, but it's Dirk, Dallas. Dirk I, Dirk, I don't know what you're disagreeing with. We, we didn't say Fox is not going to be ready, okay? I, I don't know what you're disagreeing with there. You know, and then there's the Clippers. You know, the Clippers, to me, have not shown throughout the entire season that they're able to play any level of consistency. Now, part of that is Kawhi doesn't play on back-to-backs, but there's more to it than that. So the Kings have already shown they can go head-to-head -head with the Clippers. Then there's Minnesota, who's currently eight. That could be one of those teams. Minnesota, to me, makes me a little nervous because of matchups, right, Ryan? We always talk about matchups yes. because of their size. And if if Carl Anthony Towns is back playing – that gives them a, another option and a very good player. Yeah. Uh, so the difference between the two teams, Minnesota has played Sacramento extremely tough, and they played they played to Sacramento's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You look at Anthony Edwards. I know he got injured today, so we're doing this if the teams were healthy. Correct. But the the length of Minnesota and the way they played, they scare the heck out of me. 
Um, that that's a team that would give the Kings fits the Clippers. Sure. They have more superstars, but for whatever reason, there's a confidence that this Sacramento team thinks they can beat the Clippers. And I see it. You can see it when they play and they, they match up well with the Clippers. They really do. They're not as deep as the Clippers, but the matchups aren't as bad. You know, you talk about Anthony Edwards, you know, his foot, he's in a boot right now. So there's really no word on when he's coming back. So you got to factor all of that in. Health is going to be obviously a key. I don't have to tell you that. You know that health is is going to be a key. There's another team out there that would make me nervous. And that's Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma City, I don't think they would beat the Kings in a first round matchup if they should face one another. But they have a, 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 I mean, as good as De'Aaron Fox is, Shea Gilgos-Alexander is every bit and maybe a little bit more. He's just a very, very, very special player. And Oklahoma City is playing very well coming down the stretch here. So don't just assume that they're not going to be a possible matchup. Yeah, no, good point, Grant. Um, Oklahoma City doesn't scare me as much. You know what? I I think we saw when the Kings played back-to-back in Oklahoma City, and I know SGA was out. That team is very, very different without SGA. So if the Kings could find a way to mitigate SGA's impact on the game, I think they could have a lot of success. Granted, Josh Giddey, he's a heck of a player too. But, um, you know, I think they would find a way defensively to do something with SGA. All right. So Sacramento 43 and 27. The Kings win. The Grizzlies win. And next up for Sacramento, the Utah Jazz coming up. Don't forget about the shirts available for you on my website. If you don't like that, dot com shop. Thanks to all of you that have already ordered the shirts. If you don't like that, dot com slash shop. Or you can just go to Grant napier.com and that will take you right to the website as well here's what the shirt looks like and it is available to you tonight or right now again grantnapier.com and thank you for all of the people that have already ordered the shirts uh we greatly appreciate that all right my friend final thoughts here as we wrap up this um you know what health is at the front of my mind, just making sure this team is taking care of their bodies while not sacrificing the product that's on the floor um, on a nightly basis. But, um, you know, just just making sure everybody's good and being responsible with that Um, because teams that aren't in it, they're going to come after you still. And teams that are in it, you've got a target on your back Mm because they want to try to catch you. So um, just play hard and play smart. Next up, the Jazz, and again, they are currently playing the Boston Celtics, and they have started the fourth quarter in Salt Lake City, and the Celtics are leading 93-88, to and then Boston doesn't play again until they uh, see uh, Sacramento. Denver loses, the Clippers lose, Minnesota loses. Again, the Kings and the Grizzlies get the wins. Ryan, going to be fun, man. We're going to do this again coming up on Monday as the Kings look to go 4-0 in good old Salt Lake City. Enjoy your weekend, buddy. You too, Grant. Thank you. Good stuff from Ryan. And uh, once again, really appreciate so many of you that join us on all of our various programs. Ryan with the pregame, and then we do halftime and postgame. You all are the best. Thank you very much. Have a fabulous weekend. And thanks for joining us right here on If You Don't Like That. So.